the Fast Bikes Interview in association with Kawasaki. Well, here we go then, another Fast Bikes podcast. This time we are with the excellent racer, Mason Law. Young kid out and about, Superstock 600 champion in 2015. He's joining Gearlink Kawasaki Supersport in 2016. He's out there with Michael de Badolf, a brilliant team around him. Couldn't go better for the Team Green Kawasaki man. So, Mason, welcome to the Fast Bikes podcast. How are things in your world? All good, all good. Thanks for having me on. Well, I appreciate you uh, taking the time out of your pre-season schedule to come and talk to us. If we just recap on what happened in 2015, it seems a good place to start. You're out there, Superstock 600, a brilliant season for you. Ten podiums, six race wins, won the championship by 59 points. I mean, how do you top that? Um, how do we top it? We go and get a British championship title, I guess, um, being a national championship that it was last year. Um, so, yeah, no, it was good. It was, you know, like I say, it was a good, it was a good year, so... Um, it was a good base year. It was for me a long time coming. Um, working with Andrew Pitt as my manager, yeah. it's been it's been three years, you know, of, of 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 wanting to get that title. But you know, last year we 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 put the puzzle together with a uh, with Russo Racing, Paul Russo and, and and the squad over there, and it was yeah for me it was just um, putting a putting a puzzle together and having the right package, you know, and something that we're we're looking to carry through to this year. When you say putting the puzzle together, does that mean that you looked at it more as a championship year rather than individual races? Was that the main the main change for you? Um, yeah, I mean, I know I know from last year I know kind of what works now. Um, you, you can have loads of good things, but they've all got to work together. Um, people, um, you know, product, everything like that. So um, obviously on the ZX6 Kawasaki with Team Green and and uh, like I say, with Russo Racing last year, it was it was good. We, we I had a great suspension technician. I had a great mechanic, um, data guy, uh, mentor, um, and crew chief in in the form of Andrew Pitt. And um, yeah, like I say, everything came together last year. And as far as the championship went, you know, initially it was it was all looking you know race wins. That's what I wanted to do. That's what I wanted to set out because I knew that. Being in that championship for as long as I had been, obviously um, I started road racing in 2012. It was my first year on the tarmac with Kawasaki with a with a um, um, Ninja 250 when they first launched that championship, and so I hadn't had a mass amount of experience on the tarmac. And then to, t- 2013 with uh, Chris Walker, my first year on the ZX6, which was you know a, a big learning curve. It was a, it was a big jump and. Yeah. Um, it was good to get on the ZX6. However, I kind of had two years of not, not really getting results that anywhere that I wanted. You know, I'd done motocross previous and and come from quite a successful background in that. So, it was frustrating for me because obviously I, I like winning. That's that's what that's what I, my kind of outlook on stuff is. I, a race is to be won, um, not to just be competing in. So, um, we knew last year that we really had to make a bit of a statement um, to get anywhere. Um, not not just this kid that's that's won the championship. Congratulations! We had to do something that really um, woke a few people up and made a few people look. And you know, I hope that with what we did last year and um, beginning of the season did that. I mean, we got to um, to Silver uh, to Snetterton, sorry, and we, we were blisteringly fast. But when it comes to the race, was a little bit too eager on the first um, couple of laps, and unfortunately ended up going ended up going down. So that was when. We kind of changed our approach slightly, and, and and then decided to look at the long game, which it was the championship. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Was it um, if you could pinpoint uh, maybe one area that you looked at in 2015 where 
you saw the most gain? Would it be in the way that you communicated with the guys around you? That's a that's a real big skill, isn't it, for a racer to be able to communicate effectively what they're feeling out on track with the yeah. technicians back at base. Yeah, it's, 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 that was a huge, huge part of it. I mean, at the end of the day, it was it was the Stock 600 Championship. We, you know, there's limitations to what you yeah. can have on bikes and everything like that. So it's not it's not MotoGP esque. However, like you say, it's very important to have good communication. And I had a new mechanic last year that I've known for a few years. His dad used to be my mechanic, so right. and, and his dad was in the team as another mechanic. So I had a few people in the team already that, that I had good relationships with. And, and the team last year was a new team formed up of a few, you know, old members and a few people brought in and, and it was it was a good family in the end. We good group of guys and everything like that. But yeah, you're dead right. I mean, to be able to come in and you know, my mechanic can read me like a book. Um I mean it's the same as Andrew. You know, I can walk in one morning and I can have a slight look on my face and they know what's the matter with me more than more than I know probably. Yeah, yeah. Um you know, I I I, I like to vocalise stuff. Um Does that mean you and, want to shout a bit? <laughs> no, 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 no. I just, I just, I don't, I don't bottle stuff up. Yeah, um, yeah. So much to be said, I'll say it, um, you know, in a professional manner. I, and I don't mean that by um, bad things. It's good things, you know. Um, but yeah, so yeah, like you said, it's having having good people to around you that that, that know you very, very well. It, it, it's a big part of it. And, and I've been lucky this year that that Michael's let me bring my mechanic with me. Right, um, right, right. To to the Gearlink squad, so um, and uh, you know, and again, the Gearlink team, we've been wanting to ride for them for a few years because I know how they work and how they are very kind of family orientated. That you know, Michael and Norma, they, they take their riders on, and I know Norma sees them as kind of like her boys. So oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. You're part, you're yeah, part of that family now, aren't you? <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. I've I've Norma's cook for me yeah, more than anyone, so. <laughs> She's uh, she's a good cook. She knows what she's doing. So it's it's, it's Mama Norma. She really does. Yeah, absolutely. And you, I think you're absolutely right to talk about the family feel in that team. That gives you a good base going into the 2016 season. Let's just turn our attention towards that. The weird way these podcasts work is you and I are talking now before the first couple of races of the year. So let's just focus on your pre-season stuff going into 2016 and how you yep. feel on the super sport bike. Yep. So tell us tell us about the setup and things like that. Yeah, I mean, obviously coming into this year, it's, it's the same chassis, the same um, shape. It's the ZX6R again, which yeah. is great. It's, it's good to be on that bike again. And I've, like I say, I've had a few years on it, so I know how it, how I like it feeling and, and where it kind of works. Um, every team has a slightly different, you know, outlook on stuff and um, getting my head around, you know, the, the differences. But ultimately, the super sport bike is, is, is a faster bike. So... There's a few characteristic changes, um, you know, the, the biggest part which we found in the pre-season testing is, is, is actually been the clutch and, and the engine braking and stuff, it's it's a lot different. Um, you know, I'm not going to say it's all been brilliant, we've had a few issues, the last the last two British tests we had, um, you know, a few, few little issues that we, we finally kind of overcome and, and, you know, even down to the last session of the last test we've done, so... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, can I ask are, you what those are, can I ask you what those those issues were, or are you keeping that a bit close to your chest? No, you know, it's, it, it was more stopping the bike. I was really, really struggling to stop the bike purely because of the characteristics of of the clutch that 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 we're running. Right. Um, it, I was very, very uh, grateful to have someone in my uh, in my corner at, at the last test, uh, Neil Spalding. He he was um, he, he's the the owner of, of the company of the clutches we use, and yeah. he was he was great. You know, I've never met him and 
Um, he, you know, Michael introduced me to him, and you know, he said, "Look, if you need anything, come grab me. Uh, if you want to talk about anything technical regarding the clutch, and and it was great to do that. He helped me out a lot of the last test. Um, you know, we 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 found in the end a direction, and and also working to, together with with Ktech. I'm back on Ktech this year. I've worked with them previously, and I'm, I'm you know I'm, I'm happy to be back. We won the championship on Olin's last year, and you know, at the end of the day, it's all good quality stuff. Yeah. Um, so for me, the the, the pre-season and getting set up on the bike, is, it's just been a few small things, you know. I've got the bike sure. um, kind of how I like it, you know, even down to grip density and, and how, you know, what grips I like. I've brought some grips and, really? and everything. Like, yeah, yeah. I, for me, you know, I'm not very finicky, but there's a few things that I like, I get comfortable with. Um, yeah, yeah. Coming from motocross, there's a few things that, I'm, I, you know, I'm going to be different than the mini motor riders, for instance. And, yeah. Um, yeah, so that was the, the, the test. I mean, big thanks to my team, obviously, for the test because we did work through a lot. I mean, every you know every session we were doing something, and, and to, the, to the point where one session we had the clutch out halfway through. Really, to change it. So um, <laughs> the team have been working hard already. Um, but like I say, the super sport bikes, you know, um, it, it, for me it's nice because it's just a little bit more speed. Um, yeah. You know, the time is going to come from purely from the speed of the engine that that Michael has in the bike which is which is great and and everything like that so yeah I can't I can't can't wait to get to get rolling out you know especially for the race at Silverstone you know I know the first part of the weekend is going to be it's going to be busy again um but it's it's all part of it and um no it's been great I mean I've been doing a few laps um a fair few laps around Almeria um David David Garcia the, the circuit owner is you know I've formed a really great relationship with him and and he's given me the opportunity to to ride like with Tito, uh, Tito, about in the mornings and at lunch times there. So my old um, my old 2013, 2014 Kawasaki stock bike's over in Spain at the minute. Right. A bit jealous, right? I'm a bit envious of my bike. It's out there <laughs> in the sunshine. And um, so yeah, um, been doing a few laps on that. And, and and after round one, I'll be back out there and um, spinning laps in the mornings and just keeping bike fit, you know. Because like I say, my 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 tarmac career started in 2012 and. Yeah. That was a big shock because coming from motocross, you could ride, you know, every weekend. Yeah, um, yeah. My my school were very good with me, and and they let me have a couple of days during the week um, here and there, not 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 a couple of days in the same week, but to to go and train. So I've come from something that you can do a phenomenal amount of miles on to road racing, where it's very much kind of, you know, we're racing this weekend, we get to ride. When, yeah, when do we ride yeah. next? What well, the next race weekend? So yeah. Can be limiting, um, can't it? If you if you yeah, not, if you, you, if you know, can't get out to Spain and, and do those laps around the yeah, it, it's expensive to do that. Um, yeah. I mean, it can be done. You can do track days and stuff, but it, it's expensive. So, really grateful to to David and and, and the circuit of Almeria team for for giving me the opportunity that they have, so I can go and do laps and and ride with someone that is who he is, Tito Rabat. He's, yeah. you know, he's world class. He really is. He is. Listen, I don't want to get too specific if you don't want to, but when you talk about the direction with the clutch. Um, can yep. you expand on that a little bit more for us? I mean, if you don't um, want to, that's fine. I understand that racers sometimes don't want to give away things prior to a season. You know, for whatever reason, they don't want to give it away. But if there's any more that you can tell us about that, because if that was a major turning point for you, then it's it's an interesting thing for, for the people of Fast Bikes, you know, readers and, and users of Fast Bikes' website to find out about. Yeah, I mean, we the team run a Sigma Clutch, like I say, it's um, very heavily involved with Neil Spalding, and yeah. his company, so... We, we looked at a few different directions to go with that. I mean, I've come from a stock bike that 
the stock slipper clutch is what I've ridden for for a couple of years. It's, it's a great clutch. It's, it's very, um, from what I've heard, it's one of the best clutches yep. in, in a stock bike. So um, I've come from a bike that's had a lot of engine braking, let's say. Um, however, when, you, when you're going that bit faster, engine braking can then um, limit you to corner entry because the bike will just flick sideways. I mean, yeah. a lot of people think that, that the bike backing in is, is someone stamping on the rear brake, but you know, not at all. It's it's all down, you know, to the engine braking. So, obviously, that's why you you go for a slipper clutch, and the team runs Sigma clutches. And yeah. um, I had a previous experience of, of the of the slipper clutch in the World Super Sport back in uh, 2014. Um, but you know, different brand, and, and everything's got its own characteristics. And I mean, the the issue we had really what like was stopping the bike. I mean, it, really really grateful to be able to get out at Donington Park because the last sector is so much, you know, on corner entry on, on the brakes and stuff. Absolutely. So, it, it, you know, we, I knew coming into Donington Park, it, you know, we wasn't trying to win the tests. I think a lot of people were. I think that's why there were so many red flags. It was <laughs> a little bit tiring in the end of how many red flags there were. But, sure. you know, I knew that coming into Donington Park, it was going to be, you know, it was going to be a day of clutch um, yeah. and trying to work some stuff out. And then, you know, we, we kind of worked out where we wanted to be. And, and, and then, you know... We realised as well it, it, there was a suspension um, direction that we needed to go with. Um, so, which is what? Were you we looking for a bit more stability on the front or feel no, for the back? No, I, mean, I mean, Silverstone, Donington Park, you know, they're pretty similar. They're tarmac, I guess, but uh, <laughs> different in the fact that how you set a bike up. So, we went to Silverstone to test, and it's not what we're going to roll back up with when we go there to race because we found some stuff at Donington Park. I won't go too much into what. Thought we found, but it, it was more—it was more to do with the rear. Um, okay. I mean, I mean, even at Silverstone, we found some stuff where with KTEC um, on the front because the track is so bumpy. You know, yeah. it was it, going back to the motocross. It was kind of like I was riding a whoop section. You know, the front <laughs> was was bouncing across it all. But anyway, we we, we rectified that, and um, we're in good stead. We're we, you know, it's nice to you know have direction yes, after yes. after the first test. It was a bit. For me, I was busy. I was busy in my own brain trying to work some stuff out. But now, now we've got good direction. Um, we know where we can improve. It's um, now it's good. I'm, 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 you know, I'm, I'm happy. Awesome. Listen, if if I was to put a, a a notebook in front of you and ask you to write down what you think would be a good result for you by race and then for the end of the year, might be a bit of a tricky prediction. This, but what would you, as Mason Law, be happy with at the end of the year? Let's give. Let's let's take on board the fact that you're a racer so you want to win everything you go out in and you want to be the champion let's put them to one side but what would you be satisfied with at the end of the year given what you've learned in the pre-season stuff and how you're getting on with the bike what would you be happy with? um i know you've got to be realistic but you you, you mentioned it then i'm a racer i want to win races you yeah, know of course, yeah. like i said even at the test we we weren't trying to win the tests we we knew that the paces at the tests were still well off i mean the track was cold and it's the time of year it is. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I mentioned to, you know, I had a good chat with Ross Burridge from Kawasaki and we were talking. He said, oh, you know, you're doing well. And he kind of looked at me and see my reaction. He said, Mason, you've got to remember, you know, you're, you're a rookie in this class, you know. <laughs> you haven't done this class before. It's a new team, new bike. And I think in that session we, we were third, he said. So, you know, wake up a little bit. And I said, yeah, but <laughs> like I say, at the end of the day, I, I, I want to, you know, I want to win races and, and, yeah. and I want to win the championship. Absolutely. So, 
you know, I know what I want in my head. I won't I won't go out and tell everyone, but um, yeah, I, I know I know what I'm looking for from this year. Okay, mate. All right. Um, listen, the relaunch of Team Green. Um, you're a big factor in that. What you're doing this year, Team Green Kawasaki. Um, they've yeah. come. They've, they've been reformed almost as part of that like family arm in in Kawasaki. To have a big Japanese manufacturer like that take such a strong stand in domestic racing in the UK. As part of that, you got to feel good about being part of that, haven't you? Isn't, isn't it a good part of, a, of that family feel that we talked about, you know, with, uh, with Gearlink Kawasaki having Team Green behind you as well? How does that stand uh, from your point of view? Yeah, no, it's, it's absolutely great. And it's great to see that Kawasaki are pushing, you know, the racing yeah. side of it. And I got invited to, to an award um, gig they had at the beginning of this year and picked up a Team Green award. So it is great. It's nice. I, a lot, I know a lot of the guys at KMUK, they're great guys and, and girls and, and uh, it's personal as well, really, because when my dad used to do scrambling as such, and so did my granddad. But my dad, um, my dad used to race and knew Colin Wright really, really well, and um, all to do with the Team Green thing. Which Dad told me stories. I never got to see Dad race. He kind of he finished and, and he finished and got fatter before before <laughs> I, I was around. But you know, um, no, it is great. Like I say, to, for Kawasaki to to be pushing as a manufacturer for racing, and you know, you, you see in the GP that the big boys doing it, and um, you know, uh, countries and stuff backing their riders, and yeah, yeah, it needs that because it's it's, it's a real, you know, as we found recently, it's, it's a real tough sport. It's it, it's a great sport, but it's financially it's very very tough. Yeah. Um, how it is at the minute unless you're at the pinnacle and until you until you work your way there which we're still trying to achieve it's um you, you need people like kawasaki behind you and, and everything like that and uh yeah i mean i've ridden kawasaki since i've started road racing i haven't actually ridden any other manufacturer on the tarmac so you know that feels good um that another year with kawasaki and it's and it's a year where again we 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 great you know we're happy to work with each other and and um you know i had the little bit of, of relationship with them at motocross my last year was with Kawasaki on the motocross. So, yeah, it's, it's great. And, you know, it just, it, as a young rider um, coming through, you, I could then explain to another young rider, look, this, this is why this is why this manufacturer is good. They, they've yeah. got good product. Um, the bikes are good. They're, they're a great company. The, the guys there are great. And they can give you this opportunity. You know, I know a few of the motocross guys, and obviously Team Green is, used to be motocross based you know and it's the same again they've helped them um because without that there'd be a really really fast racer just racing club meetings yeah yeah so um yeah it's great you know and it's great that they've introduced the road the road racing back into it and uh yeah i I just hope from my side we get the results that 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 need to be earned and and that they deserve no i'm sure you will mate onward and upward and all that now listen at the end of these sorts of things it's it's common practice for whoever's interviewing to ask if there's anything they should have asked the rider, um, anything that the rider wants to say. And we've sort of reached that point of this podcast now where I'll basically turn it over to you and, and you can say anything you want or you can you know, um, talk about anybody that you want to. So this is your moment. It's called the bucket question. But okay. go on then, Mason. This is your bucket question time. So anything you want to say, mate? No, I mean, as you alluded to earlier, you know, what would you like to achieve from this year? And and who who would you like to emulate and or, or you know see as see as a rival? But you know what Luke Stapleford did last year in in the British Supersport class was was good was yeah. was was really good and that's kind of why you know as a stock 600 racer last year, one of the things I took a lot of strength from was going to tests or going to race weekends and and being very high up there. You know when you compare the timesheets to the Supersport boys on a stock 600, I was actually ZX6. So 
for for me this year, obviously, I, I I'll look at what Luke's done. I, you know, previous to to Silverstone, I, I watched um, you know the, the race from last year, um, and yeah, I mean to emulate what Luke did, you know, lap time wise and everything like that, um, is is what I, is what I set out. You know, is what I'm going to set out to do, um, to to have fun, to to do the best job that I can do. Um, we've we've everything we've got, and I think. You know everything we've got is 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 a, is a great package with the Gearling Kawasaki team. We've, you know, I mentioned um, earlier that, you know, I've wanted to ride for Gearling for a few years. You know, on stock, yeah, um, yeah. they they took the stocks on for a little bit, and and then Michael, which is quite right, didn't want to spread himself too thin when he took the super bike on, and we're the super sport guys. So uh, I've kind of had to wait for my opportunity to ride for the team until now, and uh, yeah, I, I want to do like I say the best job I can, and and, and at the end of the day be. Um, for bringing home the silverware and, and, and everything for the team and, and for myself and for my people that work so hard for me behind the scenes. Well, Mason, it's been an absolute joy to talk to you. Best of luck in the season to come. So glad to hear that the pre-season testing has gone well. Opportunity is definitely knocking for you uh, with the uh, Gearlink Kawasaki team and everybody behind you. Wish you all the very best for 2016. Thanks for talking to us. Really appreciate it, Mason. Thank you. And there you go, that's Mason Law, uh, the kid who is going out there with the Gearlink Kawasaki team in Supersport this year. Thanks for listening to another Fast Bikes podcast. Join us sooner rather than later for plenty more of this sort of stuff throughout the year. The Fast Bikes interview in association with Kawasaki.